Welcome to the Florida Versus Podcast. You know, I got one for you. Holy cow! Welcome back to the Florida Versus Podcast. I'm your host today and everyday, Peter Murphy. The Florida Versus Podcast, where we take a look at Florida versus your hometown. And episodes are only up for one month. So, listen while you can, listen while they're hot. Today on the podcast, I have Andy Noel, an author. And you can find their book, Hidebound, on... Amazon. Take a look. Take a listen. Take a gander. It's an interesting chat about Rhode Island and Warwick. Very excited. You know, Rhode Island is one of those places that has real seasons, obviously. So there's some fun uh, outdoor activities to do in in Warwick. Want to know what's up? Well, keep listening. Take a listen to Andy and I's podcast, or if you're in town right now, why don't you take a trip down the East Bay Bike Path, right on the coast there. The Goddard Memorial State Park, that's also a beach. A lot of fun beaches and coastlines in Warwick, the third largest city in Rhode Island, and the population is just under 81,000. Could be more, could be less, that was 2019, that was a 2019 stat. And honestly, I was just in Nashville. There are a hundred people moving there a day, literally. I talked to two different people at the airport, and they told me, hey, you should buy a Goo Goo Cluster, G-O-O-G-O-O Cluster. I said, fine, delicious, absolutely amazing original candy bar, probably one of my favorites. And then they said, yeah, you should move here, because nine, you know, if you choose to move here, 99 other people will move here. Uh, houses are getting bought up. Anyhow, back to Rhode Island. Warwick, yes, third largest city in the state of Rhode Island. And yeah, you can't tell what the populations are anymore. I don't think we'll be able to tell until the next census. Even if if, if the next census even comes, who knows? And who filled out the 2020 census? Raise your hand. Yeah, exactly. Today it's author Andy Noel and they're a, a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. And now they can be one of your friends. After this break, we're going to talk Rhode Island, we're going to talk seafood, we're going to talk growing up on the coast. I know you'll enjoy it. Uh, More on Tuesday about my Nashville trip and upcoming comedy dates. Listen to the podcast while you can after this break. Do-do-do-do-do, ad time. Oh man, another ad. Well, don't worry, this one will make you hungry. Margarita, pepperoni playboy, guilty party, good thing. Dreams Tonight, Beyond Love, Smoke Signals, Neon Moon, Springsteen, Talking Backwards, Crude Copy, Breakneck Speed. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you haven't had one of Lucky Nick's Pizza's sourdough Neapolitan pizza pies straight from their wood fire oven. And you are missing out. Go ahead and follow Lucky Nick's Pizza on Instagram. That's at L-U-C-K-Y-N-I-C-K-S-P-I-Z-Z-A for the latest updates about their weekly mobile pop-ups in the SoCal region. It's Lucky Nick's Pizza. Nice little pizza, huh? 
Okay, whoa, 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 what's the holdup? It's ad time. Oh, yeah. It's ad time. And let the good time roll. You know, since 2015, totally good time has been making pop culture street style inspired by the 90s, 2000s, and niche entertainment favorites. Well, what do they got? Uh, how about bringing on Toro Sweatsuit? Check. Empire Records staff tee for Rex Manning Day? Check. New Girl True American Hoodie that features the design as the gameplay? One, two, three, four, check. Now go ahead and check out all of the original pop culture goods over at totallygoodtime.com. That's totallygoodtime.com. And use code FLORIDAVERSUS15 for 15% off your order today. That's code F-L-O-R-I-D-A-V-S-1-5 for 15% off your order today. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Add time. Everybody gets a song. Andy Noel has a story to tell, story to tell, and he wrote a book. That's right, folks. Coming out of the small but mighty state of Rhode Island, the warrior of Warwick. Andy Noel, how's it going, dude? Welcome to the program. Hey, it's great to be here. <laughs> how uh, how is the weather in uh, Rhode Island on a, on a day like today? Um, well, typically it would be about you know between sixties and seventies. Um, it's probably rained about three times already today. <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, we've gone through the four seasons within you know probably five hours. So. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Uh, all right. Well, so uh, we like to do plugs up top. We're going to do some plugs up top. Andy, you are a uh, published author and a Rhode Islander. Uh, is there anything you'd like to direct our listeners to, uh, to check out on the internet or, you know, even in real life, anything you got going on? Um, all right. So I could plug my book, but uh, my aunt already did that. So she, she beat me to the punch. Um, I mean, if you want to check out my book, it's a sci-fi LGBT series called Hidebound, uh, available wherever you search for it on the internet, really. Uh, but other than that, um, I do want to direct people to my illustrator, actually. Anyone looking to get artwork done, logos, you know, uh, whatnot, I recommend they look up Heather Stardumsky. Heather Stardusky? Stardumsky. Stardumsky. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Stardumsky. So tell us about tell us about the book. Uh, tell us about like the writing process, and um, you know uh, when you started the book and when it got published. Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, well, the long and short of it is basically uh, I had this idea to write a LGBT series that had steampunk vibes going on back when I was in high school. Nice. Um, I developed the characters uh, and I just started working on them over the years, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with the story. Um, there were about two unfinished drafts I did before I actually finished it, which the final and first real draft was, I don't know, I think it took me three months total to write. Whoa, and okay. uh, yeah, then, then the whole process was just spending months upon months with editing and illustrating and all that kind of stuff. Oh, cool. So like, it's, it, are there, are there like pictures in it? Like it's like a comic? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Heather Stardumsky, uh, she uh, did a lot of the illustrations for it. So it's not a comic per se, but okay. it's got 
nice chapter headers. There are a few full pages. Uh, she did the cover, you know. That's fantastic. So as this was an idea in high school for you, were you just kind of like doodling this on the back of like your notebook or like writing stories when you were, you know, supposed to be in like algebra class and stuff like that? Or how long have you been kicking the idea around? Oh yeah, totally. I mean, I was always <laughs> the kid who was uh, not paying attention in class and pretending I was by drawing, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the one who ruined it for the other people that seriously do pay attention while they're drawing <laughs> in class. But um, yeah, I, I heard, was just, yeah. Yeah, just sketching and yeah. I heard, I heard, I don't know if this is a lie or what, but I heard that actually, if you're writing something or like drawing something, you're more actively listening than if you're not doing anything. Is that how you got away with your, your high school doodles? <laughs> a little. I mean, there were times where I was actually trying to pay attention and, you know, I'd have doodles kind of based on what was being talked about in class, but there were other times where I was just like, no, this is boring. I'm not, I'm not paying attention. Screw that. So. <laughs> I, I think the most important thing about, to remember about high school was it's over and we get through it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and so great. So uh, when was this, when was this book officially published? It was recently, right? Uh, yep. It was released back in February of this February. year. Okay, great. Well, cool. And then you can get that wherever you can, like Barnes and Noble, uh, local bookstores, online bookstores and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, mostly Amazon and, uh, you can order online through Barnes and Noble. There are some Barnes and Nobles that are carrying it. Oh, cool. Uh, store, so, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, okay. Then Heather Star Stardumsky, is that her real name? Or is yeah. that like, okay. Because I, when I think of Star, when I heard Stardumsky, that's like, um, that almost sounds like a, uh, like a fictional, uh, like anime character, like burlesque character's name or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, uh, she very well could have just popped out of a uh, mystical realm in a fairy book. She's she's amazing. So fair enough. How did how did you two uh, link up? Uh, we went to the YMCA together uh, during some of her later years in elementary school, and we connected over making weird Legos, like and making up stories with the Legos because that's. I've always been a storyteller. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I would I would come up with things, she would draw them, and uh, we didn't see each other for a few years, and then we met back up in high school and like got along thick as thieves. So. Whoa! And how long how long did, had you guys been friends then? Like total. Um, okay. Well, last year we were our, we were joking that our friendship was officially the age of a teenager. So I'd say fourteen <laughs> years though. Okay. Okay. That's good. I mean, good for you. And also like, you know, growing up in Rhode Island, I imagine, you know, as, as Lauren Schultz, a uh, previous guest had described it, you know, everyone kind of knows everybody. So were you two, the only two uh, like artists or like creative people, like in your high school? And like, what, what was that like? Um, there were other, you know, creative people around here and there. Uh, but, you know, um, not many of them really did too much with it. It was more mm. kind of just hobby stuff. Um, but yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of weird, weird people in Rhode Island. That's all I can say. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> like how, you've got, like okay, well, you got like, you got your standard people, you know, that you meet, like, you know, you got the townies, you've got the, you know, 
uh, kids that are more focused on their grades, you know, the jocks, cheerleaders, kind of that stuff. And then uh, there was this weird um, amalgamation in my high school of just this other group. And it was like a combination of people who were more to like punk, goth, you know, rock and like artsy kids. And then there were some uh, kids who would, even though it was past twilight, pretend to be vampires and werewolves. Uh, I really wanted to make friends. So I went along with it for a bit. And then I was just like, this is, this is getting lame. This is getting really lame. You guys are in your senior year. Please stop. So being a part of the, the vampire click, it didn't last, didn't last very long. Well, I was team werewolf, but you know, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. But you're, and you're also into like steampunk, right? Like you, you have like steampunk glasses and like steampunk, like, like gear don't you? Yeah, totally. Uh, unfortunately, I, I just moved down to Florida, funny enough, and um, most of my stuff is still in Rhode Island right now, so. Okay, all right, well, before we get into Florida, I gotta ask you, Andy, tell me about your hometown of Warwick, Rhode Island. Okay, uh, so uh, first off, it's it's technically a city, but it's not a city. They call oh. themselves the city of Warwick. Um, it's suburbia at its best, uh, but you know, <laughs> Um, there's, there's not too much to it. There's, there's a mall, there's an abandoned mall. Um, that's two separate things. Uh, so, so wait, so like, so the abandoned mall is just, I mean, it, is it a place where like runaways go or like, is it a, is it a place to like skateboard and pretend you're in like Tony Hawk? I wish you can't actually get inside of it anymore. Uh, you know, um, someone bought the rights and there are still stores outside of it that are like, you know, still running and up. Uh, I mean, that's where our Walmart is and, you know, some stuff, but um, otherwise, no, it's just abandoned on the inside. I don't know anyone who's gone in there recently. Um, Empty on the inside, like most people in Florida. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. But then, okay. So then what's the good mall? Like, or the open mall? There's, it's, there's usually a good, a good mall and a bad mall, but there now there's just like a, a, a mall that is hollowed out and has stores on the outside which is funny to me. And then just a, an actual functioning mall. That, mu that must, that mall must be great. It's, you know, it's not the Providence mall, but you know, it, 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 you can get stuff down there. It's fine. Yeah. What, what can you find in there? Um, well, that's hard to say because I literally went in there before I moved expecting to see some stores and they weren't there anymore. So, uh -huh. but that's, that's like another motto to Rhode Island. Um, uh, it's, the state's popular for having things and they live a short life and they go away and everyone just refers to it what the first thing was like 30 years ago. Oh, like what? So, okay, so like if you're giving directions, like no word of a lie, uh, you would say, okay, so you need to go straight down route two and then you're gonna hang a right and you're gonna go past the old pizza hut that was a Taco Bell that was a bank uh, and then you're gonna <laughs> keep going and you know where friendlies used to be? Yeah, um, you're gonna go where friendlies used to be and then you're gonna hit the old bank, you know. Right. And then, oh yeah, and then Benny's, don't forget Benny's. Bennigan's or Benny's? Benny's, Benny's, it was- oh, What was, uh, was, was Benny's? It was the store that basically had everything. Uh, you know, a lot of kids would get their first bikes there. Um, you know, they get some basic groceries. Uh, house supplies, you know, you can get anything there. And then uh, I'd say about two, three years ago, they just 
ran out of business. Like they just shut down. And now there's all these abandoned bennies in Rhode Island that are either like now populated with something new or mm. uh, they're running some COVID testing sites in a couple of them, but it's just, <laughs> um, it's just depressing. It's just very depressing. You know, you know, you lived somewhere a long time when your favorite store either becomes a spirit Halloween store or a COVID testing site. You know what I mean? <laughs> or it's yeah. like an old something like there's a, in Florida or in my hometown, a couple of things. We had this place called Babes and it was a strip club. And I would always drive by because it was across from the dangerous mall. There was like a mall. It was like, and I was like, hey, I'm going to go to the Edison Mall. And my grandma was like, why would you go to the Edison Mall? You can get stabbed at home for free, you know? Uh, and, and but across from it was this place called Babes, but it had the skeleton of a Wendy's. You know what I mean? Like with the terrarium outside, or, you know, with like the glass, like Wait, covered so, patio. So let me get this straight. So this was basically a strip club shaped like a Wendy's. Exactly. Wow. You know, I, every day, Florida, bring something more to just impress me and uh, <laughs> surprise me in new ways, you know, just. And so then I want to get back to the malls when you were or at these malls, whether they were occupied or not occupy malls, guys, let's start that trend. Hashtag occupy malls again. And there was actually, there was actually a bunch of college students at one point living in the like ceiling of a parking garage at the Providence mall. Like, cool. 10 years ago, they got caught, but. Uh, good for them good for them i mean hey do it while you can so we what we had in our mall was this thing called bourbon chicken had you ever heard of it no okay so bourbon chicken it's not teriyaki it's somewhere between teriyaki chicken and it's somewhere between teriyaki chicken and just kind of like um barbecue chicken and it was, um, it was Asian. So it, it, it was served with like rice and stuff like that. But the only, the only in the Edison mall, there were two places right next to each other. One was Japanese, one was Chinese, and they both served bourbon chicken. So it, it's, you know, I have no clue where this is from uh, or what, you know, or what its origin is, but it was essentially, you know, like dark meat chicken chopped up into like, you know, little squares served over rice and it was it, it was the consistency of a teriyaki chicken but a little thick like you know sauce but a little thicker and it was just like a little sweeter and the reason why i bring this up is because i've never heard of this chicken anywhere outside of a mall in florida let alone like like there aren't like bourbon chicken stands or like you can't order bourbon chicken at a Chinese menu or at a Japanese restaurant. My only experience with bourbon chicken is in this uh, Edison mall. Have you ever heard of bourbon chicken and what was inside? What, what kind of food was inside the mall, sir? I have not. It makes me think a little bit of general sales chicken, but like, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I've never heard of bourbon chicken. Uh, the thing similar, that... it's similar, but without the spice. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to try and replicate that at some point. Yeah. But. Look it up. Look it up. Maybe they were just pouring bourbon in it. And like, <laughs> I was a kid and I was like, this is great. I'm drunk. Good. That's very Florida, you know? Yeah. Honestly, from the half a week I've been here, that is very Florida. 
Um, okay, so yeah, what, 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 what was in your food courts? Okay, well, like I said, everything in Rhode Island, like, it'll be something and then it'll change like three to five years later. There's like no controlling it. That's just how it is. You accept it, you move on. That's the um, th- three to five year lease on life in restaurants and retail spots, right? Yeah. Wow. So some, some would last less than that, but um, you know, the most notable things I remember is what was really cool at one point is we had a Dippin' Dots like little store section. And of course, by the time I figured out it existed and actually went, it was gone. Um, <laughs> that and, is, I mean, that doesn't sound very much like the ice cream of the future. The future no, ended. <laughs> the future's dead. Future's dead, man. If Dippin' Dots can't make it into the future, what you know? How are we expecting to? It's not worth living at that point. <laughs> okay, Dippin' Dots um, could, didn't stick around long enough. Uh, let's see. There, there's been like um, some Philly cheesesteak place that's been there forever. Um, there's a uh, Panda Express that's sure. withstood the stand of, stand of time. Like you know, if like that thing goes away, then you know you know it's it's over mm-hmm. um most noticeably we had a diner um Ooh. in this really small uh, mall called newport creamery oh, um okay. i think my aunt mentioned it like they're they're the people who did the awful awfuls yeah okay so it's awfully big and awfully chocolatey awfully good awfully good <laughs> awfully big and awfully good awful i mean great name yeah i mean like i wasn't there for the awful awfuls i was there for the crazy vanilla ice cream but you know like uh what made it crazy? It was just multiple colors and like fun until like it all melted and then became like this gray green glue. But like, I don't know. I think that's still fun. We had that too, but we called it Superman ice cream for some reason. Okay. It was just vanilla with a bunch of different colors in it, um, which, you know, fine. And you, so you bring up your aunt and I know you've got, a, a, I imagine you have a list of things to uh to correct from her episode <laughs> or do you does anything stand out that she had mentioned uh, any fires that you have to put out um well the funny thing is uh i love my aunt but she hasn't been in rhode island in 10 years and oh. she left when i was like she left when i was um probably about 10 or 11 okay like and i stayed around for another 15 years uh so i would argue um well, there's one thing I would agree with, actually, is that it's just a giant, um, the town is just a giant small town. It's mm. it's not even like a state. It's just everyone knows each other. Everyone knows everyone's deal. If you don't know someone, you know someone that knows that person. So This is in Rhode Island or Warwick specifically? Rhode Island in general. Really? Like, um, yeah, no, I can't tell you how many times I would find out that um, one of my parents who didn't even go to the same school as that person um, would be friends with a teacher of mine or mm. like, you know, uh, just, Oh, this person is my cousin. Well, guess what? This other person that's related to them is also my cousin that I didn't know about, you know, or. Yeah. Any teacher, I imagine then any teacher that spends any length of time at a singular school must teach generations of, of, uh, of families, right? Like, did you oh, ever yeah. have that? Did anyone teach any of your other family members that, you know, that you had a teacher of? Um, technically, there was one teacher that didn't like me because he was a musician around the same time as my great uncle Bob. 
Mm. And I don't know what beef they had with each other. Something went down, but like he had it out for me in band class. Like it was, <laughs> and I didn't know why for the longest time until like, you know, I was just bringing it up and my mom was like, oh, oh yeah, your great uncle Bob knows him. It's like, what did he do? What did he do? Like, what did he do? I don't know. Like, in in towns, yeah, I mean, Rhode Island is, even sounds like a small town, but even in places like Warwick that you're describing, you would have to entertain yourself somehow, right? So were there any, there any big pranks pulled in uh, in town or, you know, around high schools or, or anything like that? I mean, it's hard for me to say. I wasn't really hanging out with too many of the people. I was kind of just like, oh, hey, video games and like, you know, talking online to my now fiance. Oh, uh, congratulations. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, there, there wasn't much to do. I mean, like most, some people would go to the malls the different malls, you know, the, the, you know, more artsy kids would go to the smaller mall, the, you know, more popular kids would go to the bigger mall, uh, unspoken, you know, agreement, uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, mostly people would just, um, I think they would just really just throw parties. I mean, a big thing about one of the universities back at my home, uh, it got nicknamed you are high instead of you are I, why is that? Uh, just everyone was partying it up on the weekends because there's not really much else to do or go. Like you can go to Newport if you like looking at mansions or going to the beach, like Newport, Narragansett. Uh, if you're more of the city stuff, Pawtucket, Providence. Other than that, you just kind of, I don't know, hung out with friends, tried to make the best of it. A lot of bonfires I went to. Really? Oh, cool. Yeah. So... <laughs> So all the all the cool kids, I imagine the football players and the cheerleaders, went to the big mall to hang out, and then the the other artsy kids went to the indie mall, the smaller mall to hang out. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, ah. uh, you know, when everyone got cars, still the artsy people would go to the smaller mall, and the bigger mall was like more of the bigger brand name stores and just, I don't know. Which ones? Which one is now gutted out and closed? Uh, neither of those. It's, it's a mall that closed down, uh, you know, way before that, uh, called the Rhode Island Mall. So now both uh, of those malls are closed? No, no, no. Um, oh, okay. Providence Place is still open and the Warwick Mall is still open, but the second mall within Warwick is closed and that was called the Rhode Island Mall. Got it. What were the names? What was the name of the mainstream mall and what was the name of the indie mall? Uh, mainstream was Providence Place. Uh, indie Mall was Warwick Mall. And so you mentioned, you mentioned, uh, you know, th those are like really, wh where are the places that anyone hangs out growing up? It's a mall, it's like a convenience store or 7-Eleven, or it's the woods. So you mentioned uh, bonfires and it's, it's crazy that in, I, I grew up around bonfire parties as well. And it's crazy that in Florida, there weren't more like brush fires or, you know, like, like crazy, like massive, like huge fires. You know what I mean? Because we weren't, maybe it was because of the humidity and it was like, you know, so wet and it, you know, wasn't as dry, but I, nobody I know growing up was responsible enough to handle fire like at all. Oh, yeah. And we would go, sometimes there would be, uh, you know, somebody would know some other kid whose parents had, you know, this property that led to, you know, a more secluded beach and boom, we throw a bonfire there, no pit or anything, just a bunch of like, you know, 
big stacks of wood and tree bark. Or, you know, we would go out to the woods, to the swamp, and we would go out and, you know, I guess we were surrounded by swampland and alligators. And we, you know, we would start a bonfire there, all very dangerous, all filled with mosquitoes. And all, you know, like half of the time was, you know, you're being led away from the party. Everyone wanted to hook up. So I would be led away from the party uh, by the, by, you know, whoever, whomever I was dating. And I was like checking every tree. I was like, is this tree sturdy? Can like we hook up against this tree or like, is the ground, like, is the ground going to give, is this sand or is this like, you know, uh, hard wood? Like what were, what was like the tone of the, those bonfires that you went to? Uh, well, it wasn't anything like the fire swamp you're describing. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. Oh my gosh. Like Florida is a fire swamp. Like I, like I wouldn't, yeah, I I'm surprised that Honestly, the alligators are just the rodents of unusual size. Like, (laughs) yes, alligators are to Florida as to what uh, rats are to New York City apartments. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, You know, most people, most people are more freaked out by the idea of like, you know, alligators everywhere. Um, I know that was like a big fear of my mom's when I told her I was moving down here. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, there are many golf courses that let you feed baby gators. And she'd like, you'd fall in. I'm like, mom, it's not even physically possible for me to. And, you know, uh, I, I mean, I'm one to talk. I mean, a few months ago, I got freaked out when my fiance was like, hey, let's go to Rock Springs. Like there might be gators there, but it's fine. <laughs> there might be gators. I mean, yeah, you got to watch out. Also, you know, in describing Florida, I want to hear about the Rhode Island bonfires in detail. But in describing hey, Florida, I'm thinking about how I lived on the Gulf Coast. We're throwing this bonfire. And with all the BP oil that was dumped in the Gulf Coast and all the fires that were happening, you know, from, you know, like teenager made fires, not even man made fire, teenager made fires. I'm surprised the swamp just didn't catch on fire. And we, we had like, at, like flaming alligators jumping out at us and flaming toads running around. Yeah. I'm surprised you guys didn't get whacked by Smokey the bear. So. <laughs> he was, he was checking up on us. So, okay. So we had that to deal with plus mosquitoes and I couldn't think of anything more scary than a mosquito on fire. Uh, that terrifies oh, me, gosh. but, yeah. but for you, okay. Set the scene because you were just telling me that, you know, the weather in Rhode Island you know, is like, you know, it's pretty wild. So what was it, what was it like for you? Okay, so um, like I've been to a couple, but like the one I would usually go to would be at uh, my friend Heather's and her uh, then paramour um, and, um, you know, a couple friends. And okay. it was within the suburbia of Warwick. So the bonfire wasn't even in the forest, but, you know, we'd have this giant fire pit with like some weird contraption and try and vent the smoke, but, you know, it, it was hit or miss. Um, and like, you know, you got a bunch of these mid to late teenagers uh, hanging around this pit, all wearing like monster hoodies and uh, trying to be like, monster, trying to be en- like, monster you know, energy drinks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like trying to be like deep and thoughtful when you're sitting around this kind of pitiful fire, um, eating s'mores and drinking more monster energy drinks. Uh, sometimes there'd be games, Sometimes we'd go in the pool, um, but most of the time it was us just kind of bullshitting around this, um, you know, 
excuse for a fire in the middle of a um, regular neighborhood. Um, lots of trees around, but you know, um, yeah, just. Is there any alcohol? Um, at those ones, no. Really? No, we, there was not really anything going on. Like I think once we did jello shots, but like it's mostly dry, so. That is so funny and so much more creative because so you had you had board games and like card games and like games you guys are playing and yeah you're drinking monster energy drinks so i'm sure you're up way later uh, if they worked i don't know maybe you were immune to them at that point but all we had <laughs> and then you had a pool all we had was the fire which you know as like caveman floridian idiots we would just and, and beer we would hold our beers and just stare at the fire like whoa <laughs> you know what i, I mean? did one of the parties I actually went to that was a bonfire like in the woods in the woods um you know there was uh, a setup that was relatively safe I say relatively as in I was uh 20 21 and I just wanted to drink and didn't really care yeah so uh, a friend of mine's house in the middle of like basically Exeter which is even more backwoods than Coventry I say backwoods but I just mean like woodsy right um, sure you know, like uh, middle nowhere. A lot of people had chickens as pets and stuff. You know, as pets. Uh, yeah. Oh man. All right. Yeah. So um, I was, you know, when I went to those ones, you know, there'd be a couple people and they'd be sitting around the fire. It would go out of control. Some people would bring fireworks and set them off. Someone almost got injured once, of course. <laughs> uh, you know, typical stuff. And um, yeah, I just, I just remember thinking at those parties, like, you know, I liked the ones without alcohol more. So. Really. Yeah, I'm sure you felt safer. You know, nobody should be under the influence when handling a fire. I feel like that's what Smokey the Bear would say. Yeah, you know, don't drink near fire, kids. There were, <laughs> there were kids that would, you brought up fireworks, there were kids that would shoot fireworks at the bonfire or throw fireworks into the bonfire. That's a real surprise. And then that was a kid named Gator. He would do that constantly. And he would also be hosting the party. So you knew what to expect when you went to one of his bonfires. And then there was this kid, Dirty. We got <laughs> a kid named Dirty? His nickname was Dirty because he lived on a farm. And when he invited you over for fun, he would throw dried up cow shit at you. And when I found out about this, <laughs> when I found out about this, I was like, oh, that's Dirty. And then kids at my school were like, yeah, we should. That's his nickname now, Dirty. Oh <laughs> we weren't creative, but if you do some dirty shit, you get a dirty nickname, right? I mean, yeah, that's fair. I mean, <laughs> I I don't really. We didn't really have any fun nicknames. I think back like uh, in Warwick, nothing nothing creative like that. Like Dirty no. is more creative than you know, like oh, you know, that's Andy. <laughs> 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 your nickname is andy yeah yeah nickname's andy <laughs> uh okay so okay so you had the malls you had the bonfires what else what you know what else can you clarify from uh lauren schultz's recollection of rhode island or what else is there to tell me about uh famous warwick um okay so uh regarding the whole patriots debate thing oh yeah uh yeah that's um that's that's some fighting words yeah so uh, if, yeah tell me about it i mean you're gonna come across people who don't like the patriots obviously but like they're 
usually vastly outnumbered. Um, people from Rhode Island and uh, Massachusetts, like the Boston area specifically, get weirdly territorial and like proud of their more like local teams. Okay. Uh, you know, um, I've met people that would like, even though there's like the Boston Bruins, there'd be a little subset called the Providence Bruins. And, you know, people would be like getting fights over that. Um, even the minor league teams. Yeah, sometimes. Wow. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think I think more people are angry about the whole Paw Sox moving to Woodsocket and being called the Blue Sox. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pissed about that one actually, to be honest. <laughs> what's the what's the uh, what's the issue? What's the what happened? Uh basically, um, Pawtucket Stadium and like the city, they were in a back and forth fight about paying over stuff, and basically. Pawtucket went, well, we're not paying for stuff. And the Paw Sox went, okay, well, we're not staying in Pawtucket. So uh, Woodsocket picked up the team and they're still building a stadium there or something. And uh, it's just, it's, it hurts my heart. But oh, no. um, yeah, people are weirdly territorial about their sports teams in Rhode Island uh, more than I've seen in other states. Um, it's, it's just this thing that gets indoctrinated at a young age. You know, uh, you have kids you have kids in elementary school ready to square up just over the whole like Boston versus uh, New York, you know, Yankees versus Red Sox. Sure. Like I can't tell you how many like teachers I had that were like almost advocating for the violence. Be like, yes, yes, this is a Boston Red Sox classroom. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Yeah. I mean that, you know, in growing, growing up in Florida, the thing that always would trip me out is when people would, so heavily support college teams like college football teams colleges that they never went to or had no business supporting or in towns that they'd never gone to you know what i mean or like like i don't know i just couldn't understand what the tie was to it and then you know uh, as hypocritical as i am i'll I'll point it i'll point out my hypocrisy i am a big fan of like uh, english soccer uh, and my favorite sport, my favorite team is Everton and they play in Liverpool. Uh, but, and I've never been to Liverpool, England. I've been to London, England a few times, uh, South coast, et cetera. I've never been to Liverpool, but this is still my team. Why is this my team? Uh, for a number of reasons in no order. Uh, Paul McCartney's favorite soccer team, right? Love Paul. Paul's still alive. Uh, and then this team Everton uh, has the most American soccer players that have played for them in the English Premier League, which is the highest highest league. It's like Joe Max Moore, Landon Donovan, Tim Howard, Brian McBride, and Precky. And I'm like, oh well, that's that's got to be my team. When I was picking a team, that was my team. And so, is there any choice you have growing up, like to support any team at all? But it's 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 all just geographically. Uh, determined for you right it's mostly geographically determined and whoever your parents like like Mm. you know don't go against that or you're you're gonna it's it gets awkward at thanksgiving and just like one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time maybe the greatest you made the trip from new england down to florida and so you live in florida now so where are you at what's that like uh so i'm in a small place called apopka you know like yeah little 30 minutes uh from orlando which to any rhode islander is a day hike um <laughs> a day hike you, no i'm not even kidding okay? what does that mean people, like okay so there are people who live in rhode island that could live only 25 minutes away from like uri or something 
and they'll still like choose to live on campus instead just to avoid doing the commute back and forth every day. Is is the commute challenging? No, it's all highway. (laughs) So people in Rhode Island just dislike driving? I think so. Something like that. I don't, I just, I don't know. Like most people, like if you go, oh yeah, let's go to this place. Okay, sure. Like, like, where's it? Oh, it's about two and a half hours away. Oh, that's a whole day trip. Okay. So like, we're going to go at eight in the morning. We're going to stay there the whole entire day. We'll leave it around like seven o'clock at night, packing lunch, you know, like, <laughs> like. Yeah. In Rhode Island, you can't, I like the packed lunch. That's a smart idea. Yeah. In Rhode Island, you can't do more than one thing in a day. Right. Is that like, I mean, not because that's not available to you, but based on what you're saying, it's because that's all that people plan for. Kind of, yeah. Like, um, I don't, I don't know too many people who will be like, oh yeah, let's go to Newport. And then like, we'll hang out in Narragansett and then like maybe stop in Providence for a bit. And then like, end the night, like, I don't know anyone like that. Like here, you know, it's like, oh yeah, let's go to like the Wawa and then the Publix. And then like, let's go head over to like Boca Raton or something like. You know, what's funny is, my grandma and my mom do this. They still live in Florida. They live in the Gulf Coast. And my grandma's like, I'm going to run some errands today. And she says, oh, you know, I'm going to go to Walmart. I'm going to go to this big box store. I'm going to go to Publix. And she could get everything she wants at Walmart, like everything. But she's like, no, I like, I like the chicken at Publix. I like the toilet paper at Walmart. I like the ketchup and the eggs at the big box store. And I'm like, it would be, it would suit you to just go to one place and make that trip easier. But then you're bouncing around all over the place. It doesn't make any sense. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No, like easily, like just spending a free day with my fiance, like we can go to like Orlando and then like, you know, elsewhere. And like, just that's, that's the day, like going to all these places, but in Rhode Island, like, Literally, the, the day activity is, hey, let's go hike into this place that's 30, 40 minutes away. That's all we're doing for the day. Now we're going to go watch TV for the rest of the day. Like, that's <laughs> only like, time, only making room for one thing a day. Is that good or bad? I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe you'll remember it better, right? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like, it, everything kind of bleeds together. And I think everyone gets complacent and, like, you know, not doing much. So. Yeah, well, speaking of not doing much, uh, let's get to the news. My favorite segment of this program, it's headlines. Okay, there's always news. So there's plenty of news, plenty of news. Um, Okay, I'm going to read this headline segment. Anyone that hasn't heard, uh, this is where I read a news headline. And we, we guess, Andy and I will guess whether it happened in Florida or Rhode Island. Now... Um, we in the first round, you'll guess, or you'll, you know, Andy, you'll tell me why this had to have happened in Rhode Island. Then I'll say why it happened in Florida. Then in the next round, you'll say there's no way this happened in Rhode Island and give evidence why. And then I'll say there's no way this happened in Florida and give evidence why. And then you'll guess. And then what should we, what should we, uh, stake the wager to be? What's, uh, what would, what, what should, what should we wager? What's on the line? Um, honestly, you know what? I'm going to wager this. Uh, if, uh, you win, I'll buy you a ticket to Disney world. If I win, you buy me a ticket to Disney land. That's a deal. All right. right. (laughs) Disney wins either way. And uh, honestly, 
when I started this podcast, that's what that's what the goal was <laughs> <laughs> to get Disney to win. All right. Well, uh, this one's for the mouse. All right. Are you ready? Here's the headline. Firefighter arrested for naked 7-Eleven run. Now, uh, I'm going to read another uh, the sub the sub headline, which says. The girlfriend of John Walsh, I'll give you his name. The girlfriend of John Walsh, 60, reportedly told officers she dared him to enter the store naked. Now, the headline is firefighter arrested for naked 7-Eleven run. Now, why did this, why do you believe, or why is it possible that this may have happened in Rhode Island? Okay, well, uh, clearly they got into a fight. Um, that turned <laughs> into a game of chicken, uh, I'm guessing. He... Uh, forgot the anniversary and she was mad that she only got um a gift card to Dunkin' Donuts. So uh <laughs> I bet I bet it was done on a dare and the dude uh drank a couple of brewskis to just kind of get into it and you know the rest is history. Yeah, you know, I mean you we were talking about this before and this is a typical topic of conversation on the podcast among guests. But in certain places, you just have to make up your own fun. You know, there's not a lot of like street fairs or flea markets or street, you know, uh, produce markets or, you know, town whatevers or carnivals. So you just kind of have to make up your own fun unless, you know, you're home playing video games and stuff. And you think this this may have been an instance of a game of chicken that had, you know, <laughs> that was makeup for an anniversary. Yeah, that's, 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 I don't know. I just, when, when you're in Rhode Island, you learn very quickly that a lot of the like domestic disputes or like things going on usually stem from, you know, someone forgetting the anniversary and somehow involving Dunkin' Donuts in some way. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know you're contractually obligated because of, because you're from New England to mention Dunkin' Donuts at least five times. Yeah, no, it's it's um kind of like the opposite of like Beetlejuice, you know, when you have to say it to avoid getting uh you know taken by the donut people. Would <laughs> the donut people? Would people hang out at Dunkin' Donuts too, or or no? That's not a hangout. I mean, I've seen some weird shit at Dunkin' Donuts. I'm not gonna. Oh, I don't know. If I'm allowed to swear on here. No, yeah, um, fuck it. Who okay. cares, man? Okay, <laughs> uh, I've seen. I've seen some weird, like, I'm pretty sure I came across mob activity at Dunkin' Donuts. Tell so, me like, every weird thing you've seen at Dunkin' Donuts, because I, I live for it, dude. Okay, well, like, Dunkin' Donuts uh, is, like, I feel um, the equivalent of Walmart, but, like, full of people that are sleep-deprived. <laughs> uh, okay. So, you're, you're going to have your soccer moms going in there, getting, like, some sort of culotta beverage and sneaking vodka into it. Oh, what? Um, and, yeah, Vodka and, in a colada? I've seen it. I mean, oh. I've, I've seen people sneaking nips before into gas stations. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> that's, that's another weird thing there. Like, we don't really carry alcohol in our gas stations or, like, grocery stores. And, yeah. like, here in Florida, I just go anywhere. It's like, oh, hey, there's beer. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, there's beer at a 7-Eleven. There's beer at the grocery store. There's beer in the parent pickup line when you drop your kid off at oh, a school. So, okay. So, but, but you're saying that because Duncan's so popular, it's an all day type of a drink, even so much so that people are mixing vodka and alcohol in their coffee drinks. Oh yeah. Like uh, people are 
mixing that in Delft's too. I mean, like, it's just, it's just what you do. I mean, it's not um, like I haven't heard of an Irish coffee or something or like with Bailey's that makes sense. Or like maybe some, you know, Jameson or, you know, some whiskey or something like that. But for some reason, an ice blended beverage, a little coffee beverage with vodka in it. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe that's, Maybe that's like more of like a margarita type thing. I don't know. I don't know. But like, you know, you've got them. Uh, you've got uh, the teenagers and preteens that are coming after school that are trying to be cool and getting coffee or they're getting it before, you know, school. Uh, right. because some, some people will get coffee before high school um, in the morning and then it gets confiscated like immediately. So it's like, what's the point of spending that five bucks in the first place? What do you mean it gets uh, confiscated? They won't let you walk. The teachers won't let you walk into school with coffee. Well, I mean, back when I went, yeah, like if you went in with coffee, they'd be like, "No, you have to, you have to throw that out." Like, it was weird. Why? Did what? What is this? Oh, did you go to some Puritan school? No, <laughs> the caffeine wasn't allowed. No, no. Like my aunt went to like a uh, private like school. Like um, the first high school I went to was just general public school. Like okay. it was just crazy. Like there was very regular, like little regulation among all these uh, kids charged with hormones. Like uh, you know. There was there were some drug raids, uh, you know, kids getting arrested here and there. Um, it wasn't too bad, but like you know, there there'd be some things. And this I is just, a private school. No, public. Really? Yeah, and so like I think the teachers were just trying to make sure that like illegal things weren't happening. So like most of the time, if something didn't look like water, it's just automatically suspect. So no one could have coffee <laughs> because because now now that you say it it's like no coffee in rhode island is just coffee <laughs> it can't be just coffee it's it's all there's also something else a little funky in there yeah i mean like we're popular for coffee milk but you know like oh coffee milk yeah what is that um it's literally milk with coffee syrup in it Wow. It's like, that's like, that's a state drink, actually. Um, of Rhode Island coffee milk? Yeah, yeah. Anyone who is passing through Rhode Island or knows someone from there, like, uh, that's that's another thing people will probably start fist fights about. It's like, it's everyone saying like, no, I don't like coffee. Um, which I'm actually one of those people because I don't like milk in general. But And you uh, have to like coffee milk or else, you know, you're you're kicked out of the state. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's why I'm here. So, <laughs> okay, let's get back into the segment. Okay, why did this? Why do I believe this happened in Florida? Well, first off, well, you didn't even say why it happened. Well, no. Oh, well, this is why. This, yeah, this is my side. This is why I believe. Oh, okay. This is why. This is why I believe it happened in Florida. Um, this is round one for me because there are more chain restaurants per capita in Florida than anywhere else, and so. There's a lot of things happening in Florida and there's a lot of 7-Elevens in Florida. You know, we don't have like bodegas with, uh, you know, say like New York City style um, with their own personality. It's like the convenience store is 7-Eleven or 24-hour CVS. So 24-hour 7-Elevens are pretty popular there. I grew up next to two of them, in fact. And so the fact that that, that is the truth that is true. And also, and the, the anniversary thing is so, is so interesting and so funny to me. I think that firefighters have a lot of goodwill 
in the world compared to police officers. You know, the cops are getting a lot of like fuss right now, a lot of attention. So I, I would say that a police that, you know, that a, a firefighter would feel like, oh, well, you know, this is in good nature or like this is fun or like I can get away with this because I'm silly. And also, this is such a teenager prank gag that it had to have happened in Florida because this guy is 60. This guy's 60. That's like a Florida 17. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he's young for Florida. 60 is a Florida 17. I mean, uh, I mean, and, they just the yeah. what we call Florida back in Rhode Island is just the place Rhode Islanders retire. So like yes, exactly. So yeah, so I'm thinking like, all right, these these people are feeling a little young feeling like you know they're invincible maybe they're a little drunk and she dares him and it's like of course you know what's open 24 hours the only things that are open in florida uh past 10 o'clock would be a 7-eleven so i think that's happening there now flipping the coin round two why do you believe that there's no way this happened in rhode island um okay well one of the reasons why it couldn't have happened in rhode island is uh that's more of like a prank that i would expect you know not a firefighter to do i mean yeah the firefighters are a little wacky but like you know um i don't know i just it feels like more like if, if anyone's gonna do it it'd be one of the uh fed up high school teachers or like <laughs> professors i feel like one of the like community college or like uh college professors would just like just they're dumb like i'm i'm so sick of all these kids you they know, would just, just snap. Yeah. Whereas, like, I feel like the firefighters in Rhode Island would, would be a little bit more like, I feel like their prank styles are more like, oh, you know, we're just gonna, like, bust this kid's party. Like, we're gonna, we're mm. gonna just, like, show up and pretend like we got a call. Like, like, I feel like that's, that's what they would do. Did you bear witness to, say, a professor snapping or, like, just totally losing it? Did that ever happen to you? Or were you ever present for something like that? Not personally, but I've heard stories. What'd you hear? Like, what happened? Well, I know that there was at least like one teacher at like my old high school, like not not the one I ended up going to after, but like the first one. Um, I'm pretty sure like shortly after I transferred, like he got um, he got into a fist fight with someone at a bar and like got suspended. Uh, the teacher got I in a fist fight with someone at a bar. And then got suspended from school, even though we, it happened after school. Yeah, yeah, it might have been with a student's parent. <laughs> yeah, that would um, make sense. <laughs> um, but you know, like uh, I don't know. I just I've I've heard some weird things about people just snapping that are teachers. Stabbing? No, snapping, snapping. Oh, like, snapping! <laughs> <laughs> no, Lots of no. teachers that are stabbing. You know, I I honestly think that teachers should allow, be allowed to have alcohol in their desks at school. What other what other profession are you in where you're hanging around kids all day? You know? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, and honestly, there's a lot of screaming. Think about think about all the child's birthday parties that you've been to. Like how drunk were you there? How lit were you there? Um well, I, I haven't been lit at too many because I just don't really go to parties in general, even children's ones. I, I'm kind of especially children's ones. Yeah, I no, I'm kind of the relative that goes, <laughs> "Hey, uh, here's a present. I'm out. Bye." Um, <laughs> that's um, 
But, you know, the ones I have been to, I usually get one after all the kids leave. But, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't blame teachers for sneaking a little something, something here and there. Like, you know, as long as they're still able to teach, like, you know, power to them. I guess, yeah, man. You should, As long as you can fulfill your job, you should be able to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm glad I'm glad you're with me on this. Uh, <laughs> pro teachers drinking. Um, all right. Back to the headlines. Why did this not happen in Florida? What I be, why, why I believe that uh, I believe that this did not happen in Florida because this is too common in Florida. It's too common to get the cops involved. Like, you know, there's naked people running all over the place into the laundromat, into the 7-Eleven, into schools you know uh i i I don't think it's police worthy i don't think it stands out enough because of the other reckless behavior that's happening in florida on a regular basis you know this this is the type of thing that happens all the time you know you see a tumbleweed going down the street you don't you know yell you know yell for the mayor for more street sweeping it's like yeah there's a million of those things you know you see a naked guy naked 60 year old which again is a florida 17 year old uh running into a 7-eleven you're just like yeah well it's tuesday what do you want yeah no i mean i i can see it like after after being here for a couple of days i can totally see it <laughs> uh all right and you're in a popka right yeah i'm in a popka a popka okay well what do you think we've made both of our uh uh stances on both sides where do you think this happened? Okay, honestly, and why? And why? And why? Okay, part of it was swayed by your argument. I'm not gonna lie, but um, I, I actually do think this happened in Rhode Island, and it's not because I've heard of it or anything like that. It's more so I think, you know, along the lines of nothing really happens in Rhode Island. Like if you look at the news, there's really not much going on ever, um, and. Yeah, like, I mean, I was, I've been front page of that newspaper by, like, existing. Like, you know, there's, there's not much going on there. Like, there's not much to report. It's kind of boring. So I feel like that's something that would probably make, like, you know, probably local news, um, you know. And uh, you know what? Like, like I said, some of the firefighters are a little wacky. Like, everyone's wacky in Rhode Island. Um, I wouldn't put it past, um, you know, just dispute happened. He got angry, went to went to seven eleven. Well, I've shot myself in the foot because yes, the full headline is Matt. My my, oh, my argument was too good. Uh, it's a Massachusetts firefighter arrested in Middleton, Rhode Island, for naked seven eleven run. Um, this did in fact happen in Rhode Island. I can't wait to go to Disneyland with you. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait either i mean i gotta go visit my aunt eventually like i've been putting it off for um a while and i know i want my fiance and her to because i feel they would um get along and maybe uh smashed up with baseball bats so uh, <laughs> we get it you have a fiance stop bragging about it you never, mentioned you've never. mentioned your fiance as many times as you've mentioned dunkin donuts which yeah. I, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but uh, I hope I hope your fiance uh, feels the love. Uh, I hope she does too. Otherwise, uh, she also like the donut men like come after me. So. <laughs> you got a lot of people coming after you. Uh, yeah. One pla- place that uh, uh, one final thing to do here. 
uh, with everyone coming after you, I got to uh, know one last thing, one good thing, our final segment. Uh, if I am in Warwick, Rhode Island, what's one thing that I have to do? Um, honestly, uh, one of the things I would check out if I were you is going to Oakland Beach over in Warwick. Okay. Uh, it's a small beach. Um, I don't really know anyone who swims in it, like the ocean by there, but uh, there's a really great place called Iggy's that does uh, clam cakes and chowder. Um, they're, they're pretty well known for it. Um, and Doughboys. They do miniature Doughboys, too. So what's, a, what's a Doughboy again? Oh, it's like fried dough. Like um, it's, it's literally just like, I don't know how to explain it other than it's fried dough with powdered sugar on it. So it's a donut. No, it's different. It's, it's bigger, greasier. Um, yeah, no, it's it's weird. It's it's um it's a popular thing at festivals. So it's like a you call it a doughboy, but it's like have you ever heard it called a uh, like an elephant ear? No, it's they're just doughboys. You put powdered sugar and cinnamon on them. They're like uh, you can get them small, you can get them huge. Uh, depending on where you are, like if you're at like water fire, like you're probably going to get like a huge thing on a paper plate. Just this greasy, like slab of dough that's fried that you're just going around eating, watching fire on water. What, wait, what's water fire? Oh gosh. Okay. So water fire is this thing that was made up from what I'm told, like there's a lot of different superstitions about it, but from what I'm told by an insider at RISD, it was started by a RISD graduate who had to make a final project about something. And um, he decided, hey, let's put these little sections in the river in Providence and just light them on fire and just make that like a whole celebration. Wow. And it's just become this thing over like years and years and years that like people will travel from all through Rhode Island or even like Massachusetts, Connecticut, whatever, to um, go to this thing that happens usually on week, weekday night, no, weekend nights on weekend nights where all these boats will come around, like all these gondolas, like just go around the river and there are these sections with like little fire pits and they're lit on fire and some people do tricks, you know, that's, that's water fire. So are people like on boats or on, are they on platforms in the, in the water? Yeah, they're on boats. Like wow. they're, they're on the gondolas, the gondolas go around, you know, you might see someone juggling fire, uh, you know, like just, Someone might be playing an instrument. Some people just paid to be there and just kind of. And this is happening. This is happening through the summer. Yeah, summer to like early autumn. Okay. Wow. Like, if you were to go to Rhode Island, it's going on right now. Like, I guarantee you, you go on a Saturday night. You know, good luck. <laughs> and it's just called Water Fire. Yep. In what? In where? Like near RISD, Rhode Island School um, of Design. Yeah, it's near RISD. It's in Providence. In Providence. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's fascinating. Well, Andy, thanks for the tip. Thanks for the time. I'm, I can't wait to check out Oakland Beach, Ickies, and uh, Waterfire. That sounds awesome. And, uh, you know, take a day hike up there. Uh, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And uh, before we end the show, I got to give a shout out to the production team of Mike, Gina, Justin Collier, Kelvin, Dawn, Peter, Lauren S., Shane, Matt Ashton, Matt Pabian, Chris McLeod, and Lindsay. Thanks for producing this program andy anything else to add before we end the program uh nothing really just uh it's it's a small state that i guess is worth visiting once ah, you can see it all in one trip huh i mean i'd say so like i'd say two three days you're, you're good all right well i well then i can't wait to check this one off of the list andy thanks so much for your time floridians thanks for listening i'll talk to you next time